Hey everyone, you're listening to me, Charlie Kingsland. Welcome to the Charlie KB Show. Um, today I wanted to talk to you about a common problem that I see people tripping up over all the time, right? This this belief of um, that you're inconsistent, right? Um, I see this so many times and I hear it from all of my clients practically at some point or another during their journey. And it really... Um, becomes this thing that we tell ourselves over time so that eventually we come to believe it, that we are just inconsistent and therefore we are incapable or flawed or less than perfect in some way. Now, hello, we're all human beings having, well, we're all souls having a human experience right here on earth, right? Of course we are all flawed. Of course we are all imperfect. However, there are um, truths about ourselves and then there are things that we have learned that are truths about ourselves, which are actually not true. They are lies that we have learned from others or we have told ourselves so many times so many times um, that we've actually come to believe it as our sole truth and nothing could be further from the actual truth, right? So this belief then that we are inconsistent holds so many of us back because actually what we do, we spend our time, effort and energy on believing this inconsistency. And when other people spot it in us, we, it hurts us, right? It wounds us at an ego level because, of course, it's our, it's our Achilles heel. It's our weakness, one of many. And so what I tend to see with creatives is that somewhere, creative personalities especially, which actually all of us are creative personalities. It's just that some of us allow ourselves to express it more dynamically than others. But particularly with those in the creative industries, um, what I see a lot is people who have been told at some point they cannot stick to something, right? They are inconsistent. Now, the thing is with the creative industries, often you're going to go through a lot of career and work and purpose reinvention. And if you think about it, ironically, well, that's kind of what creativity is. You're actually living a creative life in living this way. But because society still teaches us the importance of a job, of a career, of security, of this steady symbolic life, I mean, we still have this image of, you know, husband, wife, dog, 2.5 children and a white picket fence as like this societal ideal to aim for, even though I think the majority of people don't actually live in that way at all, that is what Um, we are still, that is what schools still educate for, right? They educate for this, get a good job, get a good career. Um, You know, aside from the fact that you get nine-figure YouTubers, (laughs) right? And TikTokers now, Um, you know, who needs a white picket fence when we have TikTok, right? But the point is, is that over, at some point, you will have been told you're inconsistent. But actually, if you think about it, you're simply living out your purpose. If you're trying lots of different things, you're trying out your, your, your experience experiencing your human potential to try and if you think about it logically in your our human bodies we're born to try new things it's how we learn to walk oh that looks like fun these humans around me walking on two legs instead of crawling on four I'm gonna try that right but no one says to a baby oh you're so inconsistent you keep trying these new things right and I know it's funny like it's just ridiculous the labels that we attribute to one another um 
And the reason that other people give you this label of inconsistent is because it makes them feel insecure that they are not following through on their human potential and trying new things. Obviously, that's a bit of a blanket sweeping statement. It won't be true for everybody, but that's definitely what I see. In particular, you get it from parents and teachers. You need to be more consistent. You need to settle down. You need to be more steady Um, because that viewpoint keeps them safe. If you're in a steady job, the epitome of society, you know, the, the, the pinnacle of what you should be, you're you know you're achieving and you're you're getting your pay rise every year you're increasing your income every year well they don't need to worry about you and so it's an ego stroke for them if you do that thing and slightly sometimes controlling as well right it means the teacher's done their job properly. It means the university can say, oh, they went on to become such and such, yeah? They are one of our distinguished alumni. Um, <laughs> and the parents, oh, yeah, she's a doctor. She went to Cambridge. Good, great. But that's no less valuable than somebody who tried out graphic design and then became a photographer and then decided that they didn't like photography after or went back to graphic design, didn't do that, and then wants to become a hairdresser, right? It's no, <laughs> right? It's no less worthy to follow a creator. I can't even believe I have to say this but clearly this is what's coming through so I do um it's no less worthy and this is just a reminder for anyone who needs it it is no less worthy to follow a creative journey but sometimes we are told that it is and actually if you think about it it's the opposite right without creative experimentation and exploration and play and giving ourselves time and space um to do that free of guilt or shame or this feeling of, you know, these negative feelings that we associate with the creative pathway. Um, Well, this is how society changes. This is how, you know, anything is made, invented and created. It's how my phone was invented, right? It's how um, podcasts were invented. It's that somebody one day decided to push and challenge and push these creative boundaries and try new things. And so, that's firstly what I want you to remember is that oh gosh the creative pathway is so more than worthy and it's going to take lots of twists and turns and might never get to this ultimate final destination that we are taught is so valuable right and it's a lie anyway Um, because who can decide what someone else's happiness is who can decide what someone else's joy is who can label um, you know someone else's right or someone else's wrong I mean you're not doing anything morally wrong by choosing different pathways Um, and what I want you to know if you're struggling with this feeling of inconsistency like oh I wish I was just more disciplined I wish like every Monday could be my inbox clear out day I wish that I could show up for a podcast three times a week forever I wish I could write my blog every day I wish I could create a new piece of incredible work you know once a month whatever it is right? I wish I had my files in order. I mean, mine right now is my medicine cabinet. Does anyone else have a medicine cabinet? I feel that comes from my mum from the 80s, but we have a, a medicine cupboard. And I open the door and I go, oh gosh, close the door. <laughs> it needs sorting out. I wish I had the consistency to sort out my cupboards, <laughs> right? They are typical creative cupboards. Let's just stuff everything in the cupboard and drag it all out again <laughs> when I need it. But what I want you to know if you're struggling with this feeling of why, why can't I just be more consistent? Know, first of all, where it comes from. It's not your truth, right? It is not your truth. And I'll tell you exactly why it's not your truth and how to realize it in just a second. It is not your truth. It comes from something that someone else told you years and years and years ago, or maybe even recently, because you they want to feel safe. And if you're safe and steady, they are safe, right? It's a it's an ICU ego stroke, right? You are safe, therefore you make me feel safe. 
It is not your job to make someone else feel safe by the choices that you make for your life, right? That is not your job. You have to be able to release that. But when you're struggling with this feeling, what I want you to know and do is this. Um, I want you to look at where you have been consistent in your life. And you can take it down to the most basic thing, right? Because what we need to do here is shift this belief that you are inconsistent. Well, hello, do you go to bed most nights? That's a consistent behavior. Do you clean your teeth most days, most mornings? That's consistency in action, right? And you can take it bigger. So perhaps, I don't know, you walk your dog every day or perhaps actually, um, so one of my clients, Lauren, who runs an amazing podcast um, and she, um, we've talked about consistency before and about creative, consistent behaviors and, you know, and, um, and I think she downloaded, you know, one of the productivity apps or something like that to, to try and help her be more consistent, which of course, um, that didn't go so well because then we, you have to be consistent at using the productivity app, right? And for some people, our minds just do not work with productivity apps, right? In fact, I think productivity apps work really well for people who are already, who are already, um, productive and consistent at using apps in that way as <laughs> support structure, right? Um, and so, or whose brains naturally think in that kind of very organized, linear fashion. And so, or you have chosen to become that way. Now, <laughs> um, so instead, what I encouraged her to do was look at where she's already consistent. And so say, for example, you released a podcast, right? So I did this experiment where I wanted to record a year's worth of podcasts, 52 episodes, right? One a week. Now, I went through months and months where I recorded back-to-back podcasts, weekly podcasts, fortnightly podcasts, whatever. And I went through months where I recorded nothing. However, what happened at the end of the year was nothing short of a miracle. I'd recorded 52 podcasts. But what I didn't do was sit down every Wednesday at seven o'clock and record my podcast. So every single week at the exact same time, I would record a podcast that would go out to my listeners and they would know exactly when to receive it because I was so mega organized that that was the case. But what I did do was record 52 episodes of a podcast, just like I set out to, even if it wasn't at the same time, the same day, every week. Now, I'm not talking about results or impacts. I'm sure there's some studies that have been done on this kind of stuff that you can go and research online, right? What would be more effective and what would uh, resonate more with listeners? But it's not the point. It's that I hit my consistency goal, which was never to show up on a Wednesday every week at eight o'clock because I know that that would feel restrictive to me. And what if I wanted to go out on a Wednesday? Or what if I wanted to go to a salsa class on a Wednesday? Or all of a sudden I fancied cooking a Mexican dinner for 18 people. I don't know why I would do that, but you know, (laughs) it sounds fun. (laughs) And so, um, but I looked for evidence and this is key. If you want to overcome that feeling of inconsistency, look for evidence that you are actually capable of being really consistent. And what that does, you sit there and like I said, reduce it to the base level. If you can't think of an example like, well, I created 52 podcasts or, you know, um, I wrote, I write in my journal every day or, you know, most days or whatever it is. If you can't think of an immediate example that's linked to your work or um, linked to the area that you're not consistent in, take it back to the basics, strip it down to, I clean my teeth every day 
day. Clearly, you are a person who is more than capable of being consistent. So you have two choices. You can either take that power and make it habit. This is the thing. It needs to become a habit. It's habit brushing your teeth every day, right? It's habit going to bed. Well, it's also pretty essential for life, but you know, um, these things are habits. And so if you want to be more consistent, you can see from the cleaning your teeth example, all you need to choose to do is cultivate a new habit. Now, yes, that's difficult. Yes, that's hard. And actually there will be a lot of resistance around that. But the point is, is that you can do it. You are not an inconsistent person. That is you telling yourself you're inconsistent because you wanted to hold on to that label because it's easier than you going out there and creating a different habit or a different version of you. So that's one thing you can do on a practical basis to allow yourself to become more consistent is simply decide to create a new habit right? And that's a podcast for another day, the habits podcast, right? And then the other thing that you can do is simply take that knowledge. And whenever you feel bad for being inconsistent is simply remind yourself, hang on a minute, I've got evidence here that says I am a consistent person. I am consistent. Yes, I'm wildly creative and a little bit fun and a little bit crazy. And, you know, I'm a spur of the moment, Um, you know, go with the flow, whatever you are kind of person, but also I know I'm fully capable of being consistent and here is the evidence that tells me so. So that when someone else comes along and says, you need to find your path, you're so lost, you're so inconsistent, you have terrible habits, you can turn around internally and have that dialogue with yourself, which says, actually, that's bullshit. I'm consistent, this is how I'm consistent and I am making a choice not to be consistent in this area because it doesn't feel good to me to do so. And remember, if you're delivering deliberately not showing up for something that you say that you want or you that you say that you like or that you say that you enjoy maybe what you need to look at is the fact that actually there is something else better out there for you right I have no problem writing in my journal every single day because I love it because it's habit because I've cultivated that habit because it serves me right I've allowed that to become habit I've allowed that to become my identity if I hated it I wouldn't be doing it if yes there are some days when I struggle yes there are some days when it it's a push. But overall, if you're consistently feeling like you want to leave early or you don't really want to do that thing or you're trying to find a shortcut, right? I mean, how many muck jobs have I had where, you know, I've just tried to get out of the shift early or, you know, I've tried to go home early or come in late or basically just not turned up at all because I knew my soul knew I didn't want to be there. Of course, you're going to be inconsistent as something you don't really want to be doing. So that's another area for you to look at, right? However, if it is something you love, you're passionate about, but you just keep experiencing this feeling of, oh, I'm inconsistent, and you're using that as an excuse not to move forward from it, you now have the key of you. All you need to do is look for evidence. So you're listening to me, Charlie Kingsland. Thanks so much for being here. Head on over to charliekb.com, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.